It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Ugh. Jamar Chase has a hip injury. He's going to miss some time. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Bengals podcast. We're going to get into Jamar Chase's injury today, how it impacts the offense, whether they're going to make a move. I'm Jake Lisko. He's James Rapine. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, bringing you coverage of the Cincinnati Bengals every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button on YouTube if you like what we're doing. Hit the subscribe button so we so you get our content in your feed as we upload it and do the same thing on your podcast apps with that follow button. And today's episode of Lockdown Bengals is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security with Fast Protect technology exclusively. From Simply Safe, 24/7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/lockedonnfl to learn more. The bad news is going to occupy a vast majority of this show as the Bengals return to practice on Thursday. Zach Taylor told the media in his press conference that Jamar Chase was dealing with some soreness and would be day to day. Since then, and going back as far as Tuesday, James, we have seen smoke behind the scenes regarding Jamar Chase's hip. And later on Thursday, news broke from Malik Wright, Adam Schefter, et cetera, et cetera, Ian Rappaport, all the NFL reporters kind of after that, that Chase would miss some time, is likely headed to IR. The big upside here. To me, and we'll talk about this, we'll get into detail, is that Jamar Chase does not currently require surgery. That's a medical opinion that there currently is about his hip injury, but it's expected that he's going to miss some time. And it sounds like there's uncertainty because it's just kind of how long will this take to heal is the question that currently faces the Bengals and Jamar Chase. Nightmare. Nightmare. I mean, it's it's not the worst nightmare in the world, but, you know, I'm seeing Freddy Krueger and Halloween's right around the corner. So, it, you know, it fits the bill and it's uh, it, it's unfortunate for every reason you can think of. Right. How it hurts the team, how it hurts a 22 year old kid who is literally on record setting pace in year two again set to, to break the franchise records in all these different categories. And who knows what he was going to do as this offense continued to pick up steam. So it's just really unfortunate. And, um, you know, his hip, he injured it in the Saints game. We know that. And we obviously saw him re-aggravated against the Falcons. And, you know, afterwards, after the game, he said he was good. Didn't want to talk about it. Said he was good. And so, it, you know, it, it feels like that they, they clearly found something this week after the fact because the last time people saw him, right, and I get it, Locked on Bengals listeners, if you're confused, last time you saw him, 
He had eight catches, a, a buck 30, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. was, was the best player on the field. And, and so it's, uh, it's unfortunate we can get into how it impacts the offense, and we will coming up in just a bit. But uh, really, really unfortunate. And, I, and honestly, I just I feel bad for him. Yeah. And I feel bad for the team and all of those things because that's injuries suck. It's it's something you never root for. I, I want every team to be 100% every week forever, and it's just unfortunately not part of it. And uh, unfortunately, their best player, in my opinion, is now going to miss significant time. Yeah, the shine on Jamar Chase is bright, and, and for good reason. His star is ascending, and the good news, if you're looking for good news here, is that bit that I emphasized earlier currently does not believe that Jamar Chase requires surgery. And why is this significant, you might ask, is because, according to the athletics reporting, Jamar Chase is dealing with a hip fracture. That is as specific as the reporting gets. We, we don't know what kind of hip fracture it is. That could refer to any number of things, including an avulsion fracture. It could be a, a femoral neck fracture. It could be a hairline fracture. It could be a stress fracture. We don't know what exactly it is, but the reporting does indicate there was no dislocation. And it also suggests that there's no resetting of bone required because that would generally be what requires surgery. And James, I I mentioned this on Twitter. I know a little bit about this injury, broken hips, because my best friend a few years ago broke her hip and she was walking on it for a bit. Kind of like Jamar Chase, we went climbing and she was on the roof doing an overhang. And as she was climbing, she she felt something pop in her hip and she kind of grabbed for for the same area of his leg that Jamar Chase actually went for when we thought, you know, it was just kind of part of the celebration. That, that top part of the hamstring. And we eventually got her to see a doctor and it turns out she had a, a hip fracture that requires surgery to repair. And that's the big difference here. Because when these injuries require surgeries to repair, that is an orthopedic emergency, especially for young people and can be career threatening. That this does not require surgery is a massive deal in that regard because it means there's no displacement most likely means there's no displacement of any bones in that hip that can threaten function of that joint. And that's always a concern with young people when they have this injury. And I only know this again because my best friend a few years ago broke her hip and it was an orthopedic emergency for her. So that's the good news here is that they're talking about potentially even a four-week return, five-week return. And so if that's the case, that, that does mean that it's likely – not a big deal, not something that are go- is going to have long-term ramifications for Jamar Chase's career. That's currently the hope that I would focus on. And uh, it, it indicates that this is something that they can't put him out there because of the risk of making it worse, because of the risk of going through what happened to my friend, where it might have been a hairline fracture that then became something that required surgical intervention because they pushed it. Even though he may have the pain tolerance to play through it, it's not something you would ever want to risk with this sort of injury. Yeah, because you need it to heal because you don't want it to further and, and get worse and become a, a real, yeah. Not that it's not a real thing, but like a real scary, scary part thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't, get it. can't um, let him threaten his career because he's tough and wants to play. Sure. And the, the crappy part is he'd be the best player on the field Monday with this even, you know, like that's what's crazy about him. I mean, he's just, he's such a freak. It's no shock that he, you know, played through it, you know, what, played through it on uh, on Sunday and and played through a hip issue and, and who knows right when that the fracture itself 
right. actually occurred. It might have occurred on Sunday, but either way, he played through it clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's tough, and hopefully that's the case. Four weeks, five weeks. Uh, I do want to make one thing clear, though, because a lot of people said, oh, injured reserve, four weeks. No, 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 no. Injured reserve is four games. Mm-hmm. And so if they place him on injured reserve, it would obviously be before Monday's game against the Browns. You won't see Jamar Chase again, minimum, until December because they have uh, the game against the Panthers, then you have a bye, then you play the Steelers on the 20th, Titans on the 27th, and then you get into December. So those are those would be the four games that he would miss. And so it's um, – look, if you can get him right, great. You obviously don't want to risk anything long-term. Hopefully he doesn't need surgery because ask anyone that's had surgery, you never want to do that. You never want to have surgery, even if it's minor or if it's uh, something that they think they can take care of and he can return at this time. If you can avoid surgery, it's usually better to do so depending on the situation. And obviously in this situation, it's much better. So hopefully uh, that continues to be the case. They can get him some rest, get those feet up, get that hip healed. And, uh, and and get him back for a stretch run here. But uh, it's really going to impact their offense, no doubt. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Just want to recommend, uh, we've, we've covered most of what we know about this injury, but Paul Daner Jr. did do a really good job. And he has a good series of tweets and a good article over at The Athletic. So if you uh, follow Paul, you can go check out those tweets. Uh, he's the one that reported that it is a hip fracture and had an important detail in one of his tweets where he said that sources indicate that Chase feels okay, but they have imaging that shows that the hip is not okay. And so they have to make sure he's fully healed before putting him back out there. That's where the whole idea of you you can't let it get worse, you can't let it get to a point where it could require that surgical intervention comes from. And it it kind of lines up with you know, an, an anecdotal experience I had. And, and if we can, we're going to get a bonus episode to you with uh, someone in the medical profession who knows a little bit more about these kinds of injuries than James and I do. And we'll hopefully have that for you pretty soon here. So yeah, hopefully four to six weeks, hopefully faster. Hopefully he's got that Wolverine healing factor. But while he is away, James, you hinted at this, the Bengals will need to figure out the offense without him. We'll get into how that impact will be felt and what they can do coming up next. But first, a word from Simply Safe, because when it comes to burglars, when it comes to your home, you want to keep them out. You want to keep you and your loved ones safe. And that's exactly what Simply Safe does with their 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back regardless. If you're at home, if you're on the road, if you're on vacation, it doesn't matter. Simply Safe has you covered and whether it's their hd security cameras that you can get both indoor outdoor whether it is uh, all of their uh, different security steps where they take the glass breakage sensors and the door sensors and the window sensors well, it, all of that plus it detects fires floods and other threats to your home so get that peace of mind stay safe with simply safe Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Again, visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no place like Simply Safe, simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes. It's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. 
What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. All right, let's talk about the impact for this offense. James, you mentioned best player on on the field for Jamar Chase, and certainly an argument to be made there. You you might say Joe Burrow, but but you might be right. Maybe it is simply Jamar I, Chase. I don't. I I think Burrow's more important. I don't think he's better than Jamar. I think Jamar's. There might be like four people on the planet that can say that they're better than Jamar. Maybe. Like I think okay. he's there. I mean. Might also be true for Joe Burrow, but of course, more people play the wide receiver position. Anyway, it's not really a debate that we need to get into today. Maybe that's a bi-week conversation, James. But Jamar Chase, obviously, is is a key factor for this offense and will require some creativity. And we've talked about this word creativity. will require some creativity from this coaching staff and this offense to overcome. They have really good players that remain on this offense. Jamar Chase just happens to be the best skill player, certainly, as as you point out, Chase, if not the best player, or James, as you point out, uh, if not the best player overall. And so they've taken advantage of this, right? If it's Jamar Chase on back shoulders, Jamar Chase down the sideline, Jamar Chase on third down slants, where they trust him to win his one-on-ones, you know, um, unconditionally that they have no concerns that he's going to win those matchups when they need him to. They use his gravity to get Joe Mixon underneath for a touchdown a couple of weeks ago. They're using him, you know, in the screen game, they're using him to force the defense to align in certain ways. He was a big chess piece and this is what they have to deal with and find ways to still be productive with their other good players. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Hayden Hurst. They have to. The offense has to change. Breaking news. You know why? Because you can't, re- just like Joe Burrow, you can't replace Jamar Chase. It doesn't matter who they sign. It doesn't matter who they trade for. None of them, none of them are Jamar Chase. Odell Beckham Jr. could take the going back in the way back machine to 2014, and he wasn't Jamar Chase. Like, sorry, he's just not. And he's not that guy anymore, by the way. And look, someone's going to debate that, but it's true. And so... They're going to just have to change some. And we talked about it this offseason, Jake, the idea of getting a fourth receiver because they, you, they're they so heavily reliant on three receivers. And you feel it anytime T leaves. And, ah, see the T leaves? Anytime T Higgins leaves, well, oh, Mike Thomas steps in and he's fine. And I like Mike Thomas. Trent Taylor steps in. All right, Trent's fine. And I like Trent Taylor. There's such a drop-off. Mm-hmm. And there's no gravity there's no concern. There's no, and they'll get open at times and they'll make some plays, but not to the frequency that you need, honestly, in this offense, in this ecosystem, in this system that they've built, which, by the way, works awesome. 
I'm not cr- I'm not criticizing the system, but it's going to have to be tweaked now. It just is because it, it, we've seen it without T and how it's had its ups and downs. Imagine it now without the better version. And I'm not being mean to T when I say that, but the guy that commands more attention. Now he's gone. So now what happens? How does that change? Does T just get doubled? Are they just going to double T and Tyler and say, all right, who, who's going to beat us? And I know people love Hayden Hurst, but like that's okay. That's your plan. And so this offense is going to have to change some. I do think it means shorter passes. You're not going to be as explosive naturally. You're not going to be able to push it downfield. I, I just, I don't see it. I mean, who else outside of T Higgins is a true deep threat. And I know Boyd just had a 60-yard touchdown, so I'm not knocking Boyd here, but he's not a true deep threat. It's because everything else worked out, and that's how you can scheme it to where you get Boyd up the middle and and up the seam like that. Like I just, I think there's one guy now that you view as that, and it's T. Higgins. And outside of that, it's like, man, you don't have much to stretch the field. So they're just going to have to adjust their offense. Maybe they get the ball to Chris Evans a bit more. Maybe they find a way to to, to get guys – like that in space, but it's much, much easier said than done when Jamar Chase was a guy that was commanding so much attention. And I'm not sure that Chris Evans is the answer at this point, as much as we talked about him back in the preseason and and as much dynamism as he potentially could bring. We haven't seen that this year. Uh, The few times I've seen him on the field out, split out wide running routes, doesn't look like there's a clear difference between Chris Evans and a wide receiver, but can can you get him on space? Yeah, well, I don't mean him playing could. receiver. I just mean having another weapon. Sure. And and I guess maybe I'm, I'm trying to nip this idea at the bud because I, I've seen it circulating. Get Chris Evans out there as a wide receiver. He doesn't, he doesn't run routes like a receiver. He has some receiver-like sure. skills, but when you, when you go watch him run a whip route while you know, an actual wide, wide receiver is running a whip route opposite him on, on a doubles concept, and you see that it's the same thing on both sides of the field – you'll see how how differently these guys run routes. But that's not to say Chris Evans can't make an impact. I, I just think that, like, if I'm thinking about the primary options, I'm thinking, okay, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase bring different things. The thing that you lose is a vertical route tree prowess of, of Jamar Chase, who's killing teams on verticals, on back shoulders, on comebacks, and, and on those slants. And, and where T's winning for you is T's winning, finding soft spots in zones, winning on those digs, and that that concept where Tyler Boyd catches a touchdown, they have the out and up in the post against cover two, putting that safety in a great degree of conflict. And so the Bengals coaching staff needs to continue to find ways to do that, to, to get their players into positions where the defense can't be right. And that's always a challenge for offensive coaching staffs is to put individual players on defenses into binds that leads to plays. And, and they found more ways to do this. And Joe Burrow has been better pre-snap as the season has gone on and understanding what teams are trying to do to them and knowing where the ball should be going based on some of the rotations he's seeing or even just based on pre-snap leverage. So they're going to have to continue to do that. And, and maybe that is more Tyler Boyd, more Joe Mixon. I, I hope that it's not getting back under center. And, and there may be some inclination to do this from the coaching staff. So we'll see what they do there. They, they might think, well, you know, we, we don't have the guys to go three wide. Uh, they don't have the guys to play two tight ends either, frankly, but maybe they feel better about the guys they have there and try to go under center, do more 12 personnel, two tight end stuff. And I, I don't really want to see that. And so what does that set up? It means that they need somebody to step up who can be 
a viable receiver opposite T Higgins, Tyler Boyd. And the Mm -hmm. options for that are like Stanley Morgan and injured by the way, who's injured and missed practice on Thursday. Good point. And Trent Irwin, who's probably going to be caught up at least this week. And uh, Mike Thomas, who, you know, he, he has a lot of traits that make up a good wide receiver, but he's never put that all together on the football field on a consistent basis. So I'm hoping or looking for what move are they going to make? Because I don't think they have the guys on the roster that they need. And we talked about this in the offseason. You're right. You mentioned this earlier. I don't think they have the guys on the roster they need to get this offense running the way they want to run it, even if Jamar Chase does have to miss some time. Yeah, it's it's tough because I, I don't either. I don't either. And the, the speed element is the, the mm-hmm. one thing. Because I, I think Mike Thomas can win here and there. I don't think he's going to run a go and scare anybody. It's speed and it's details and it's the connection with Burrow and those things are just so hard to replace. Sure. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. You're not replacing it all, but like, it's like, can you find one trait Mm -hmm. to hide it enough and mask it enough to get you to where Chase is back? And and so that's, that's the part of it that that they're going to have to find. And, you know, we can discuss uh, some outside options and and who they can go get. Is it a free agent? Odell Beckham Jr. is someone that everyone's going to mention. So we will talk about him. Brandon Cooks is a trade candidate that people are going to mention. We will talk about him. But now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. When you're faced with challenges, sometimes you're not looking for the solutions. But when you learn to find your solutions, there's no better feeling. And a therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big no matter how small, if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option for a bunch of reasons. One, it's super convenient. It's accessible. It's affordable. And it's entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And the best part, you can switch therapists at any time. So if things don't work out necessarily for some reason or you just want to switch, BetterHelp can certainly do that for you. And when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore, Terrace Marshall, DJ Moore. Yes, 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 yes. All right, who else? All Denzel four. Denzel yes. Mims. Yes, but I, I don't know if he actually does anything. But still, that I would still say yes to that. In- Denzel Mims has been more active than Terrace Marshall, I think, this year. Uh, obviously, there's some free agents as well. Uh, we, we've talked about Will Fuller, the speed he brings. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? Oh, he, here's the thing with Will Fuller. I don't know why he's still out there. Does he just not want to play football anymore? Does he 
It, it, is he waiting he just, for the perfect landing spot that's just opened up in Cincinnati? Well, well this is it. By yeah. the way, <laughs> by the way, like if if you're a receiver that thinks you still got something, this is the spot. And it, like anybody, any receiver, Odell Beckham Jr. should be on the phone with Burrow, reaching out like, "Hey, man, look, I I know that he should want to come here." Now the Bengals, what they're going to say, and I might as well just address Odell right now. Odell's not supposed to be back till mid December. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully Jamar Chase is back in mid December. The Bengals need someone sooner. So unless that reporting is wrong on Odell, I just don't think that part matches up. Otherwise, yeah. Jake, I would be all in on it. I just don't think the timeline matches up. Yeah, if they need somebody now, and and here's right now. why I'm actually all in. James on a big move. Like let's go. I, I'm Jerry in Judy on sure. Yeah, I'm in on Jerry like, Judy would be send, legit. I'm send send whatever you have to. Like I'm in on DJ Moore for for, for his prohibitively high price tag. I'm in. Like yes. and, and here's why because the Bengals contention window on the Joe Burrow rookie deal. The way the team is constructed right now, they have this year and they have next year to win. And they they certainly have a window that extends beyond that because Joe Burrow is going to be the quarterback and some of these guys on rookie contracts are going to get second contracts. But that team, after 2023, is going to look different. Mm-hmm. You look at the free agents they have coming up, the guys will be looking for third deals. Guys like DJ Reader, guys like Trey Hendrickson, guys like Shadobe Awuzie, guys like Mike Hilton, Von Bell. These guys might not be here in the future. So you have this year, you have next year where Joe Burrow is on his rookie deal. You have a bunch of your core on their rookie deal or otherwise under contract on second contracts from their big free agency period last time around. And so if there's ever a time to break from your standard operating procedure, which could be bringing guys in for workouts off the street, could be revisiting D.D. Westbrook, which I speculated about on Twitter, who they who they had in in 2021. I know. Trust me. I know. I'm not advocating. For I just this. gave for for the audio listeners. I just gave Jake a look, like Didi. You want to talk about Didi yeah. at a time like this? And I, I don't didn't even have to say the words. Not you, but the the thought. Yeah, Didi. Didi Westbrook ain't walking through that door and saving. He might anything. be. He might not save anything, but he might walk through the door. Oh. Anyway. Oh. I'm in favor of a big move. I'm in fa- favor of a splash or two. Let's do it, Jake. Right? And and do I think the team is there? Uh, it's hard to have a lot of belief that that is the direction they would go. But if there was ever a time, Brandon Cook. this is it. And I know they have to balance. Like yep. They have to nail the draft this year and next year if they want to extend this window. They could also mm-hmm. look at the Chiefs and say, you know what? We have a quarterback who's really good, and the Chiefs just went like cheaper and more more weapons instead of high-end weapons, and they could think, ah, maybe we can get by. And, and that could very well be what this team does, but I'm in favor of making a splash change. Yeah, yeah, me too. And DJ Moore, by the way, fits. Like, can do a lot of the things. He's not Jamar Chase, but can do a lot of those things. Like, it would make a lot of sense. That would be fun, and it would work. And can you imagine trying to guard all four? Like, th- that that's the part of it. It's surviving. But if you get someone like that, it's not just surviving till Chase gets back. Mm-hmm. It's good luck, Patrick Mahomes, with Kadarius Tony, your new shiny toy, because Kadarius Tony isn't even a top four receiver on the Bengals because they just got DJ Moore. 
right? And now Jamar Chase is back and he's feeling really good for, you know, the divisional round, you know, after a month back and he he's slowly been working his way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the vision that you're see- like that's it and I get it and I love it and that's that's where I'm at. I think the unfortunate part is there isn't any go get this guy in free agency that makes sense because I think mm-hmm. they would rather who wouldn't rather go that route than giving up a future asset the the DJ Moore type deal. Are they really going to be willing to give up what that costs realistically? I'm not saying they shouldn't I'm saying, but realistically will they? And it just sucks that Odell isn't ready now. It, it, it really like that is the thing it, it would make, all the sense. And I, I don't know if there's anyone else that, that makes a ton of sense for agent wise, maybe Will Fuller, you know, I literally, someone mentioned John Ross to me and I took a yeah. second <laughs> because it sounds insane, but like there is nothing out there. DD Westbrook, like, sorry, at least I know John can run and had seven touchdowns in a season. Like, you know, like Westbrook's had 52 injuries recently, you know, it's just, and people are going to say Ross has two, whatever. The point is, is he's a slot receiver and Ross could actually win with speed. But that's the bottom of the barrel type guys right now. Like there's nothing there. Like yeah. literally, Jake, as we record this, it's before Thursday night football. The Bengals should probably be on the phone with Drew Rosenhaus and saying, hey, we want Deshaun Jackson off the Ravens practice squad right now. And that sounds insane, but at least he gives you some speed. But I like the way you're thinking. Because you have to think big and, and you have to go for it if you actually want to win. Let me tell you something that, that someone told me, and I can't say who. Um, but when Kadarius Tony was traded for on Thursday, I said, oh, the Chiefs traded for Kadarius Tony. I guess they're not getting Odell Beckham Jr. And the guy turned to me and said, why not? If you're going for it. And yeah. I thought about it and I was like, that's, that's good logic. Right, like, why wouldn't they still be in the OBJ sweepstakes? And think and about so the now Rams. I'm, last now year, I'm going to take that same logic right now. Why not make a move if you're going for it? And mm-hmm. you just stated why they should go for it because of the rookie contract, because of the window, because of the chances, because of how talented they are. All of those things. There aren't many holes on this team, and now there's a big one. And it was their biggest strength, and now there's a big gap. Fix it, and then suddenly you're going to have the scariest wide receivers in the league, like Jerry Judy. Yeah. Maybe Bengals fans should hope Denver gets blown out by 52 on Sunday morning. Because if that happens, then maybe they trade him. Sorry, I rambled. Go. That's okay. The thing about Judy is he could potentially be your your slot replacement for Tyler Boyd, too. Dude. And and so, like, there's there's a long-term bit there. And can you afford Jerry Judy, Tyler Boyd, or Jerry Judy, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase? I don't know. That's a lot of second contracts to deal out of the wide receiver position at once. And that could be a reason that they don't go for one of these young guys. And and they're giving something up. And so that is part of it is that the the team has to figure out what the opportunity cost is. And and the opportunity cost is going to be draft picks. It's going to be money. And they feel like they need both of those te- things right now to, to make their success sustainable beyond a two-year window. But I don't think you can give up on Jamar Chase's second year on a rookie contract, Joe Burrow's you know, rookie contract period. You can't give up on any of these years. One other name I want to throw out real quick, James, Kendrick Bourne from the New England Patriots, a guy that isn't necessarily getting a ton of run out there, uh, but, but could be used 
in, in a similar role, does some things that, that you could see being useful for this offense. Just throwing it out there. One of those New England no. receivers. No doubt. The, the other one, because Nelson Aguilar does exist, and I'm not saying he also makes $5 million, like the contract stuff, but those are the type of guys That's that they thing. should be having yeah. a discussion about too. Right mm-hmm. is it, it, and by the way, I would rather have Bourne. I actually think Bourne can play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, God, find someone, find someone. I I mean, I, I don't care who. You got to find a way because this is the time yeah. is now. You're right. And, the time is now, and that's what was so frustrating early on about expectations. Well, those don't change because if any player misses a couple weeks, it just mm-hmm. doesn't. It, and it and it makes those first couple games hurt. A little bit more, unfortunately. More. Like, oh. you know, this is we why. We said it then. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly what we were thinking about when we were talking about those games at the time is, is if they do have a tough stretch where they lose somebody important. And, and now it's a few guys that are important. Uh, and DJ Reader as well. It, it's um, it, it's making things harder on themselves, unfortunately, at this point. But this is the world they live in. So this week, what we're probably going to see, I, I don't think that there's going to be an acquisition you know, this week that's going to be playing a, a, a significant amount of snaps at wide receiver on on Monday Night Football. And, uh, you know, whether or not that's a, a good thing, probably not. But, you know, maybe they, they find a way. And I think what they're going to do is they're going to figure out what can we do? What can we do on offense? How, how are we going to game plan without Jamar Chase here? And, and, mm-hmm. and then kind of reassess, see where they're at. Then the trade deadline's coming up shortly thereafter. And we'll see what kind of move they make. And yeah. and hopefully, I think you and I are both rooting for a move here. Something to to indicate, yeah, we're we're going for it this year. But the other thing to keep in mind, they do have to free up cap space for for most moves. They're they're real tight against the cap right now, uh, so they would have to do something that they, that they don't normally do in terms of manipulating the cap, such as a restructure. They could do it, do it. not do it. normal. Um, it. it is normal, just not in Cincinnati. Right. And the the other thing would be they know more about the injury than we do. And so, you know, how, how they react could be somewhat indicative of, of what they know about the injury that we don't know. But, you know, it, it, they were trying to play it close to the vest. They were trying to make Cleveland, I think, prepare for Jamar Chase. When Zach Taylor said he's day-to-day, he's a little bit sore. He's not going to practice today, hoping that this wouldn't leak. But, man, this leaked six or seven different ways. And yeah. – uh Somebody's probably losing their job that works in the medical profession. But uh, that that's going to do it, James. We'll be yeah. back on Sunday. We'll have more updates from injury stuff as the Bengals complete their practices between now and then as they are on a later schedule. Jerry Judy. Odell Beckham. Hey, Odell, get that knee right. Yeah. Maybe that's the play. Maybe Let's he's closer. Maybe the reports are wrong. Maybe he was just waiting for the right opportunity. I think he's going to want a lot of money. To Two-year deal, second year, throw the money in. You can make the cap work that way. Two years. Uh, sort of. You'd have to guarantee some future salary, again, Do breaking it. from the norm. But you're right. I mean, this is the Guar- time. Guarantee the entire second year. Let's roll. This is this is the time to do it. There's obviously risk there. And the team will do what they do. And, and we'll talk about whatever it is the team does. And, and we've just spent a lot of time speculating on what they might do. I, I don't know how, how probable any of these things are but if they do make a move we'll be here for you we'll break it we'll talk about it you probably won't break the news on the podcast because that's not the nature of podcasting but uh we will be here to react 
no, no, no. Yeah, you got something breaking, James? Yeah. Yeah, we wish. Uh, so we will be back, of course, with any analysis if they do make a move. And otherwise, we'll have a game preview coming up for you on Sunday while you watch the rest of the NFL do their thing with the Bengals game coming up on Halloween on Monday night. Until then, Bengals fans, thanks for listening to the Lockdown Bengals podcast. We appreciate you sticking with us as we deal with a, an unfortunate injury for the Cincinnati Bengals. And until next time, day and have a good one. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.